Here we go. We are well into 2022. And you know me, I'm not ever, I've never been one that's going to, you know, put kid gloves on. We're hitting it hard today. And I feel like each episode so far this year really has. That's what we want to do. I want to get to the heart of it. You're serious about your business. And if you weren't, then you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be taking the time to listen to this podcast or any other podcast. And so I want to expose those lies that you're telling yourself and the lie that you're thinking it's not holding you back. Any of those lies that you are believing, they're holding you back. And we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about six specific lies that you're telling yourself right now in your business and excusing yourself. You're allowing those lies um, one, you're allowing yourself to believe those lies as truth. And two, you're allowing those lies to hold you back. So are you ready? Because I am. Let's get started. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Lies. Oh my goodness. So many lies that we allow to creep inside our head and all of a sudden, before we know it, those hideous lies we've believed as truth. Has that ever happened to you? I know it has. It's happened to me and I'd like to say that I have turned a corner and I will no longer believe those lies, but <laughs> that's not true. But we're going to talk today about six different lies that you are likely telling yourself. Maybe you're telling yourself all six of these. Maybe one or two of them completely resonate with you. Either way, these lies are not benefiting you. And the sooner you can drop them at the door and walk away from them, the better off you will be. Okay, so if you're ready, well, I mean, we're going to get started, whether you're ready or not. If you're not, go ahead and pause and wait till you're ready. But for the rest of you, here we go. Six lies you are telling yourself and how they are absolutely holding you back in your business. Well, here we go. Number one, if I have X number of followers, then. So for a long time, um, you couldn't unlock some of the features in, in Instagram until you had 10,000 followers. Well, they've changed that. You have the link, the, the former swipe up, the coveted swipe up. You now can, you know, post a link in your stories and it's all good. And I'm sure there were other things that I don't know about. But have you ever thought, because I know I did, once I have X number of followers, 
then, then I'll see the success. Then I'll have rapid conversion of, you know, from, from post to purchasers or joining my team or, you know, all of those things. If you have whatever that number is, so maybe you're close to 2000 followers. Once I get to 2000 followers, then once I get to this, then once I get to this, then, well, it's a lie. Let me just come right out with it. It's an absolute lie. You could have a million followers and still not have the conversion that you're wanting because it's not about the followers. It's about the content. It's about the consistency. It's about the showing up and serving your, are you ready for it? You know what I'm going to say. Serving your ideal client. It's not about having 10,000 people and only, because if only one of them is your ideal client, then you're wasting time on 9,999. It's not the number of followers. Just let's dispel that myth and that lie right here, okay? So you need to be serving the five followers you have really, really well before any amount of followers is going to produce anything. So you see these people that post all the time, you know, I grew, I just saw this one today. It's a pink sparrow. I think she has another part to her name. If you're not following her, I love her. She's adorable. She really talks about reels, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, But what she, if you look in her bio, at least at the time of this posting this episode, I think it says something like she grew her following, her following 180,000 in 180 days. And if you go and look at her content, there is a ton of engagement. So in her case, her following growth has been amazing. But the reason that she has so much engagement is because she's speaking to her ideal client. You could go find somebody else who says something, you know, I grew by 10,000 followers, whatever. They have 10,000 followers and they have like no engagement at all. So what do you want? I would rather have a hundred followers and great engagement than a hundred thousand followers and no engagement. So it's really not about the number of followers. Number two, but you already knew that, right? Number two, wait, let me go back to this one. Just one second. Um, I've seen this said a few times, like we look at this number in our followers and not to to belabor this point too much, but we look at that number in our followers and we, whether we realize it or not, we add value to it, right? Like we, we attach value to it is what I want to say. So let's imagine that you walked into Starbucks and there were 30 people here and you, 30 people there and you start talking and they are captivated by what you have to say. That's incredible, right? So what if you went into Starbucks and there were 5,000 people there and nobody wanted to hear anything that you had to say, or those 30 people were listening to you, but now there's 4,970 others who aren't. All of a sudden we think, oh gosh, I'm a failure because I only have 30 people listening to me. Friend, that's huge. That's huge. So look at your follower count and be like, wait a second, or your engagement count. So you do a post and 10 people comment or five people comment. That's awesome. You had five people engage on your, on your content. That's phenomenal. So show up for those five people. Okay. 
Number two, if I had this story, quote unquote, this story of like maybe a massive like rags to riches story, then I would attract all of these people. They'd want to join me in business. So (laughs) it's a lie. I remember in my former company, when my upline earned her car. And in my mind, I was like, oh my goodness, once that happens, then everyone's going to come out of the woodwork and be like, you did this. That's incredible. Tell me how I want to do this too. And it's funny because while there were a few people that did that, there was the same amount of people who were like, well, you did that, but that's you. But that's you. I couldn't I could never do that. So we think we have this great story of how we, you know, were able to match our six-figure income. We were able to do this, that, or the other thing. And so now it's going to unlock this magical door where we're going to share our story and everyone's going to come flooding to us. And I mean, certainly there's those people that have that incredible before and after story and people come flocking to them. But I would venture to say it's it's not so much about that story, it's them. And it's all of the things that go into it, all of those intrinsic things. One, again, they're speaking to their ideal client and they resonate with that person. They show up consistently for her. I know, broken record. You got to know who that ideal client is, but it's not so much about her story, her quote unquote, you know, rags to riches story that is attractive. It's them. It's them. So it's you. You're attractive. We tend to diminish our own story because it's not whatever. So case in point, my personal testimony and profession of faith for Christ. I grew up in a Christian home and I, I didn't ever really do anything wayward. I mean, the craziest thing I've ever done is I have a couple tattoos and I have pink hair. Like that's literally the craziest thing I've ever done. And for some of you, that might be like way out of the box, but I don't have, I, I, I didn't dabble in alcohol. I didn't, you know, um, sleep around. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't do drugs. I didn't walk away from the church for a long time. So there's a tendency for me to look at my story and my testimony and be like, well, I mean, it's not like someone's, but at the end of the day, we know that it's still, I still, my sin still put Christ on the cross, right? So my redemption is equally as miraculous as the sinner and the thief that was standing next to on the Christ on the cross next to Christ, right? Our consequences are different. So not to um, spiritualize everything, but we have this tendency to do the same thing in multiple areas of our life. And I just want you to understand that whatever your story is, whatever brought you to your company and your products and, and whatever transformation you've seen, it's awesome. And there's somebody else out there who needs to hear that. Number three, if all my kids were in school, then. So when I have girls on my team who have young kids that are still home and they want to be, they want to be mom. They don't want to put them in daycare. That's just not their heart. If that's what you're doing, then that's what your conviction is and what you want to do and how you want to run your business. But there's this tendency to think that like, well, I'm not successful because all of my kids are home. First and foremost, if you're a mama, your primary job is one, to be a spouse to your husband, and two, to be a mama to those kiddos. So do you need to 
to implement some sort of time management things? Um, is it okay for your kids to play in their room for an hour and do some reading and, you know, nap time and all that kind of stuff? Absolutely. So then you need to figure out how you can use your day. I know so many mamas who are homeschooling and also find a way to work their business into it. It takes organization. So thinking that if all my kids were in school, then the magic is going to happen. Sure, there is some benefit to having a house empty where you're not constantly being interrupted by different things, but that's not the reason you're probably not getting things done. So that's a lie. Number four, if my business growth was this fast, quote unquote, this fast then. So like if you joined in January and by the end of February, you were at the top, you know, 2%, 1%, whatever it is, then everyone's going to listen to you. And sure, I mean, that's certainly very intriguing. It's very um, like uh, persuasive, but consistency. Consistency is more important. It's okay if you have slow growth. Slow and steady wins the race, right? We learned that from the, the tortoise and the hare. So your business growth doesn't need to be any certain way because I have seen a lot of people who have had rapid business growth and they've, um, they've declined as quickly as they succeeded. So in my experience, I would much rather have slow and steady growth. It's easy to assimilate to. It's easy to grow with that than to take all of this massive growth. And what if, just for a minute, the Lord is allowing your business to grow at a steady pace so that you are prepared for whatever is on the other side? Think about that. Okay, number five, if my feed looked like hers, then, oh, my feed was amazing. And if I had young kids, I'll be perfectly honest with you. My kids, I think are absolutely beautiful, but they're 18, 15 and 11. And it's a lot different than toddlers. Toddlers are cute and they don't really care if you post different things. And so there's part of me that's like, oh man, if my girls were toddlers again, it would be so much easier to have a cuter feed. Well, I don't post a ton of my kids anymore and it's probably because they're older and they're doing different things. But there's that tendency to think, gosh, if I had littles, then then my feed would be so much more engaging, right? Well, your feed needs to look like you and who you are attracting, not somebody else's. It's that whole copy-paste culture that we're, is so prevalent in this industry and really just in social media um, overall. But you have a dream client. Appeal to her. Appeal to her. And we're going to be talking more about your ideal client and I'm simplifying things a bit and I'm excited about what's to come. So there's a little tease for you. Um, so if your feed looked like hers, well, then you would be her playing <laughs> you. pretend It's like playing dress up, like putting your mom's heels on when you're, you know, five. So no, your feed needs to look like you. Number six. This one's a big one. I venture to say you have all said this. I know I have. Once that rock star joins my team, then. Then my business is going to take off. Then I'm going to hit that five, six, 
you know, whatever monthly income, then no. What if you work with those who are working on your team now? Maybe you need to develop that rock star. Maybe that rock star is coming. But just because that that person who has killed it in another business or has an amazing network or whatever you are deeming as she's a rock star, just because they join their, your team does not necessarily mean that they're going to like shoot to the moon. And it doesn't mean that your business is going to look any different. You can't be living on what could happen. I know for myself in my former company, I was like, I just need to find somebody like me, somebody who gets it, somebody who's running. And, and while, yes, there's part of that that is so incredibly true, if you are a self-starter, I mean, come on, we want to grow a business with a bunch of self-starters. Absolutely. But I needed to realize that, one, maybe I didn't find another me for a reason, and Two, I need to be thankful for what I have right now and who, where's the diamond in the rough that I need to be developing? That's attractive, right? When you're pouring into your team. So if you had so many followers, then these things would happen. If you had a, you know, rags to riches story, then if all your kids were in school, then if my business growth was this fast, then if my feed looked like hers, then once that rock star joins my team, then stop living in the then. Be thankful for where the Lord has you right now and be diligent with what he's given you now. What is the verse that says to whom much is given, much is required? So, or no, that's not the verse I was thinking of. It's we need to be faithful in the little things before we can have the greater things, right? That's the one. <laughs> so, Where do you find yourself? Are you finding yourself sitting in the then waiting for those things to happen? I've been there. And you know what? There's a very good chance I'll be there tomorrow. And I need to do a little slap of reality in my face and say, no, 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 Michelle, you're right where God wants you. And you need to be utilizing what he's giving you now before you can ever have the then. I'm sure there's other lies that you are telling yourself. What are they? What are those lies that you are believing that if you only had this, then it's like a geometry, a geometry theorem. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh. Does that just take you back to like nightmare days? The if thens, if whatever, then this. Well, we can't live our life in an if then. Okay, friend, I love you. I hope that this really just uh, struck a chord with you. And if so, would you shoot me a message and tell me what if then lie you have been believing? Share it with me. You can throw it up in your stories. I would love that too, because you know how much I love that. But you can also just shoot me a DM and say, hey, you know what? These if thens, the six that you mentioned, I don't have a problem with. But this one, this is where I'm struggling. Tell me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear how you are, um, how this resonated with you. And friend, are you subscribed to the email list? Let me be perfectly honest. There's not a whole lot that's going out right now because I'm working on that, but I do have big things in the future, big things planned, a webinar, workshops, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I would love for you to be first to know. 
So there's a couple ways you can get on the list and get subscribed. You can click the link in the show notes or you can go straight to growthagainstthegrain.com slash subscribe. I don't have a cute bit.ly for it. Maybe I'll get one. And when you do that, you'll actually get my free gift I created a while back about understanding who your dream client is. It's really like a super one sheet, super simple, basic on figuring out, getting that that big brushstrokes, those broad brushstrokes of who your dream client is. So again, you can click on the link in the show notes or go to growthagainstthebrain.com slash subscribe. I think it's a forward slash. It's the one that's, you know, facing <laughs> to the right. Um, growthagainstthebrain.com slash subscribe because I want to make sure that you are first to know on all the things that are coming up and then you get that free gift from me. So have an amazing day. Share this with any of your friends who you think, goodness gracious, we are all kind of guilty of this stupid if-then stuff. Love ya. Have an amazing day. 